Hello everyone, my name is Falasha De Osho. I am the founder of Falasha De Osho Global Ministries and this is our weekly podcast. Thank you for having quite time to listen to this and I believe that the Holy Ghost will make this time meaningful for you in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit will speak to you right now in the name of Jesus and the Word of God will have a good grip on your life. It's not going to leave you until it has achieve its purpose in your life in the name of jesus amen and amen i've been doing this amazing series if you're just hearing this for the first time please i wanted to check up my my other podcasts and listen to this especially this series that is about purpose and passion this is part five purpose versus passion part five and this is going to be the concluding part to the subtitle conflict of purpose and passion what is your purpose? The purpose is the main reason why you were born. Passion is your strong feeling, this favor, this determination you have towards something. This determination, this emotional feeling, this strong feeling, your strong emotions you have towards something, it's supposed to be a tool that you use to achieve your purpose. Your purpose is the main reason why you were given birth to. But we do run into trouble many times because we are multi-dimensional. And it is an aspect of God that is on the inside of every man. Many of us can multitask. Many of us are multi-talented. And so because we find ourselves in that multi-dimensionality, we are unable to figure out where we are supposed to be the loudest. We are unable to figure out what we are supposed to be doing the most we mostly settle for what best suits us we mostly settle for what sounds good to us or what suits our environment or the one that comes easiest to us and it's it's possible that we miss god that way because it may not necessarily be what god wants you to major on no it may not be and we've been using the life of apostle paul as a great example a man whose first love was his, his jewish people the jewish tradition the jewish religion and it was his passion for his people that made him go against the purpose of god for humanity which was sending jesus christ to die for the sins of the world because he was passionate about judaism because he was passionate about jewish people he went against god until in act night when jesus had an encounter with him and his life became transformed and by the time god was going to be revealing to him what he was going to be doing he was a little bit different from where he was most comfortable and so because you are doing what is most comfortable to you does not necessarily mean that is your purpose if you're able to listen to the series you're able to listen and just take the the practical instructions that this teaching will give to you you are going to be transformed forever many people are trapped in passion they think they are doing purpose you need to find out from from god god are multi-dimensional and multi-talented but where do you want me to be the loudest when my name is mentioned what is the first thing that you want to come to people's mind that is your purpose so you must as a human being that have that has control over over himself and his emotion must be able to balance it must be able to sit down with your god to find that where you are supposed to be loudest and that is where most of your attention must go to and that is your purpose that it is the most convenient thing for you to do that is where you are most comfortable does not mean that it's exactly 
where you are commanded to be. And don't forget that it is as commanded, not as convenient. I remember my, my pastor in first school used to say it over and over again. It's as commanded, not as convenient. Now, when the commandment of purpose came to Paul, it was not a very comfortable one for him. It was comfortable with his Jewish people. But right now, he's been sent to go and meet the Gentiles. Now, we must admit that the conflict between purpose and passion is real that with this struggle oh this is what i love most this is where i'm most comfortable god why are you making me so uncomfortable it's not really about your comfort it's to help you develop your character and it's to help you follow god's commandment and to help you fulfill the reason why you were born which is your purpose it is important that you stay with your god to find your purpose is the manufacturer is the one who knows your best use and after you find it then you will be able to use your passion this strong emotion this strong attachment this strong determination so you'll be able to use it to achieve your purpose then you will know major and you will know where you're supposed to be minor now pastor paul with all the anointing we will see from the scriptures we're going to read please check the other podcast to get the full message on this this is better talks than preached i tell you it's not something somebody can just gloss over you will see how paul will enter into into cities and get into a particular place and he's still firstly drawn to his jewish people even though now he knows that he's supposed to be you know spending most of his time with the gentiles all right let's because that's where many of us are let's quickly go into the world i'm going to start from where i actually ended the last podcast act 17 1 to 2. now after paul and silas had passed through ampif paulis and apolia they came to salonica where there was a synagogue of the jews too and paul entered as he usually did and for three sabbaths he reasoned and argued with them from the scriptures verse 5 but the unbelieving jews were aroused by jealousy and getting hold of some wicked men and loungers in the marketplace, they gathered together a mob, set the town in an opera, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring Paul and Silas out to the people. Verse 13. But when the Jews of Thessalonica learned that the word of God was also preached by Paul at Berea, they came there too, disturbing and inciting the masses. Paul against his Jewish people always causing trouble for him and he was also always drawn to them verse 16 to 17 now while paul was awaiting them at athens his spirit was grieved and aroused to anger as he saw that the city was full of idols so he aroused and argued in the snuggle with the jews and those who worshipped there and the marketplace where assemblies are heard day after day with any who chanced to be there he was chased out of that place by the jews they caused trouble for him. He went into Athens while he was waiting for for his uh, companions to come and meet him. He went again. He just he was restless. That's why listen, if what you're doing and you think is is the best, is only what you think you are, are best drawn to eat. I can't sleep without it, I can't eat without it. It's good. Please, it's good. Attend to it, but be very, very sure that's exactly what God wanted you to do. If Paul had not encountered Christ, Paul would have been saying it boldly that his divine purpose on earth is to help the Jewish people. Or to, to protect, is to protect his, his um, Jewish, uh, how do I call it, heritage. Even after Jesus had met him, 
if he had not discovered purpose, because being a Christian does not mean automatically discover your purpose. Thank God that Jesus was straightforward with Paul, maybe because of the kind of person Paul was. He had to tell him straight up, this is what I've called you to do. Some of us have to pray, Lord, what is my purpose? So if you have not discovered it and you are not like Paul, that Jesus told you straight what you're supposed to do, and you're like, no, this is the best thing. This is, I'm most drawn to this. I'm most drawn to, like Apostle Paul, you could, I mean, if Jesus didn't do that to him, at the first encounter, Paul would have been saying, oh, Jesus has sent me to the Jewish people since I'm a Jew so I can convert them. No way. You cannot run on assumption with God. You've got to find out. I'll go straight to chapter 18. I need to read all the scriptures, then we can go into the discussion because I wouldn't want to miss any of the scriptures. Chapter 18 of Acts, verse 5 to 7. By the time Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was completely engrossed with teaching earnestly arguing and testifying to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. Can you imagine? Earnestly, he was completely engrossed with the Jewish people again. Since, but since they kept opposing, abusing, and reviling him, he shook out his clothing against them and said to them, Your blood be upon your own earth. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Can you imagine? This is not the first time I was going to say that. You will still see him as we continue. You will still go back to them. Now he's saying they won't listen. You were not supposed to talk to them. If you're going to talk to, to, to your Jewish people at all, it should be at your spirit. And not that you get into a city and the first thing you do is just go and talk to these people. They were not going to. God who said don't go to them. Neither were not going to be listening. We're not going to be listening to you. That's why I said don't go there. Verse 12. So now he said, I will go to my primary assignment. But you will see that it just didn't end like that. We must admit that this conflict between passion and purpose is real. And you must, you know, take a grip of yourself so that you can concentrate on your purpose after you've discovered it. If you don't know your purpose, go to God. But when Galileo was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews unitedly made an attack upon Paul and brought him before the judge's seat. Verse 19. Then, then they arrived in Ephesus and Paul left the others there. But he himself entered the synagogue and discussed and argued with the Jews. This was a man few verses um, before he was saying, no, no, I'm done with people. I'm going to the Gentiles. <laughs> so interesting. Now he's back to them. This thing is real. You know how much you're struggling with it. This is where I'm most comfortable. This is the thing that comes most, you know, natural to me. I just want to be there. And God is saying, I want to shift your little. I want you to be a little bit uncomfortable. I want to take you through a route that you've not been before. You're hugging. So it is important that you discover that purpose must be your most important point of call in life. If you have any, you pay attention to it. I'm doing Act 20, verse 3 of verse 21. Having spent three months there, when a plot was formed against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he resolved to go back through Macedonia. I mean, he suffered the most in the hands of his Jewish brothers. He suffered so much, and yet he won't let them go. But constantly and earnestly, I bought testimony both to the Jews and Greeks, urging them to turn in repentance to God and to have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. 21, Act 21, 11 to 14. And coming to see us, it took Paul's belt 
and with it bound his own feet and hands and said, Tosses the Holy Spirit, the Jew at Jerusalem shall bind like this the man who owns this belt, and they shall deliver him to the hands of the Gentiles. I think this is cool. I mean, he was sent to the Gentiles. So if the Jews will send him to the Gentiles, great, fantastic. This is beautiful. When we have this, both we and the resident of that place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul replied, What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart? Like this, for I hold myself in readiness not only to be arrested and bound and imprisoned at Jerusalem, but also to die for the name of the Lord Jesus. And when he would not yield to our persuading, we stopped holding and employing him, saying, The Lord's will be done, even if they have not told him that they will hand him over to the Gentiles. I know that Paul would have gone there himself. All right. Now, verse 21 of same Acts 21. Now they have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews. Can you imagine the testimony that was given concerning him? This is a man sent to Gentiles, but this is testimony that we have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews who live among the Gentiles. <laughs> so turn back from and forsake Moses, advising them not to circumcise their children or pay any attention to the obser observance of the mosaic customs. Verse 31. Now, while they were trying to kill him, word came to the commandant of the regular Roman garrison that the whole of Jerusalem was in a state of famine. They wanted to kill him. This same Jews, chapter 24, verse 18, chapter 24 of Acts, verse 18. While I was engaged in presenting this, they found me. In the temple without any crowd or opera but some jews from the province of asia were there who ought to be here oh sorry that's another chapter now chapter 28 chapter 28 the last chapter in the book of acts verse 17. three days after our arrival he called together the leading local jews now it's been now in imprisonment as they saw that pro prophecy has been confirmed now the jews had handed over to the to the romans now he's in rome three days after his arrival in rome he called together the leading local jews and when they had gathered he said to them brethren though i have done nothing against the people against the customs of our forefather yet i was turned over as a prisoner from jerusalem into the hands of the romans 19. But when the Jews protested, I was forced to appeal to Caesar. It was not because I had any charge to make against my nation. Okay, now, just Apostle Paul began to, you know, preach to these people again. That's how much he loves Jewish tradition and his people. Not the tradition anymore now, but he has loved his people because after he had the contact with Jesus, he had dropped the tradition. He had dropped the tradition. They now hate him with so much passion because he's also saying it's not about the tradition, it's about Christ. So he loved his people. I want to read Romans 9. Romans chapter 9, verse 3. Paul says, speaking for I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off and banished from Christ for the sake of my brethren, and instead of them 
my natural kinsmen and my fellow countrymen. Paul saying it categorically that he wished that is cursed and punished from Christ just because of his Jewish people. Was it wrong for him to have loved his people? No, not at all. What we are trying to say is concentrating where you should concentrate. And thank God that Paul, he made a lot of, I mean, progress and succeeded a whole lot, you know, among the Gentiles. Because that's where he was sent to. Sometimes you complain that we are not succeeding in life. It's because you're not in the place of your purpose. You're in the place of your passion. And things are not working because God's blessing is not on it. It sounds good to you, you feel good, but that is not where you're supposed to be. And I think that's even better because when you're very uncomfortable, you're able to check yourself. But to those who are in passion and they are prospering, it's much more difficult for them to know that there's purpose on the outside. And if you do not find purpose, I'm sorry, God does not see things the way we see, doesn't judge the way we judge. As far as God is concerned, you did what you wanted to do, not what he wanted you to do and it is as commanded that you are blessed all the suffering that paul put on himself and the ones he went out of his way to do will not be suffering for for the sake of christ and that one does not have any reward with christ it's it's a result of disobedience but the ones that he did he, he had troubles also now in ephesus with people you know who were not called jews like that but that was okay that suffering for the sake of the gospel but when you go to where you're not supposed to go, that's not suffering. Yeah, that is suffering for disobedience and ignorance. So this teaching is to let you recognize your purpose and you stay focused on your purpose. Then every other thing, oh, my purpose is to go to agriculture. Please spend most of your time in agriculture. Now from there, you will say, okay, I want to do this. Okay, I want to do the finishing this. I want to do that. All those other ones will be there. But when your name is mentioned, when your name is mentioned, purpose must be what we come to bear. Purpose must be the loudest voice of yours. Purpose must be what we come to the mind of anybody about you. If it doesn't matter what else you do, that's what this is to teach you. And that will let you know that there is always this conflict, like we've seen in the, in the life of Apostle Paul. But thank God that Paul was able to balance his life. Because in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Apostle Paul says, I fought the good fight. I finished the race have remained faithful he was faithful to his core but this struggle so i just wanted to know that there is this struggle and you need to know that there is this struggle so you must learn to put your feet down stay faithful to your purpose don't allow this conflict to just tear you off and you know just and you don't get carried away this conflict is real you must be aware that it is real and trust the Holy Spirit. I'm sure that's our possible. We say daily, I put myself on that subjection. As we daily walk with the Holy Spirit, He will help us to balance our lives. He will let us know that, hey, 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 that's passion, that's passion. Move to purpose, move to purpose. That in the end, you'll be able to say, like Paul, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I have remained faithful. And that will be your song in the name of Jesus. To reach out to us, please, the phone number is plus two, three, four. 813-915-1333 and the email address is foministries2020 at gmail.com this teaching continues but this is the end of conflicts of purpose versus passion thank you and god bless you amen amen hello everyone my name is falasha deosho i am the founder of falasha deosho global ministries and this is our weekly podcast thank you for have a
quoting time to listen to these and i believe that the holy ghost will make this time meaningful for you in the name of jesus the holy spirit will speak to you right now in the name of jesus and the word of god will have a good grip on your life it's not going to leave you until it has achieved its purpose in your life in the name of jesus amen and amen i've been doing this amazing series if you just hearing this for the first time please i wanted to check up my my other podcast and listen to this especially this series that is about purpose and passion this is part five purpose versus passion part five and this is going to be the concluding part to the subtitle conflict of purpose and passion what is your purpose the purpose is the main reason why you were born passion is your strong feeling this favor this determination you have towards something this determination, this emotional feeling, this strong feeling, your strong emotions you have towards something, it's supposed to be a tool that you use to achieve your purpose. Your purpose is the main reason why you were given better. But we do run into trouble many times because we are multi-dimensional. And it is an aspect of God that is on the inside of every man. Many of us can multitask. Many of us are multi-talented. And so because we find ourselves in that multi-dimensionality, we are unable to figure out where we are supposed to be the loudest. We are unable to figure out what we are supposed to be doing the most. We mostly settle for what best suits us. We mostly settle for what sounds good to us or what suits our environment or the one that comes easiest to us and it's it's possible that we miss god that way because it may not necessarily be what god wants you to major on no it may not be and we've been using the life of apostle paul as a great example a man whose first love was his, his jewish people the jewish tradition the jewish religion and it was his passion for his people that made him go against the purpose of god for humanity which was sending jesus christ to die for the sins of the world because he was passionate about judaism because he was passionate about jewish people he went against god until in act now when jesus had an encounter with him and his life became transformed and by the time god was going to be revealing to him what he was going to be doing he was a little bit different from where it was most comfortable and so because you are doing what is most comfortable to you does not necessarily mean that is your purpose if you're able to listen to the series you're able to listen and just take the the practical instructions that this teaching will give to you you are going to be transformed forever many people are trapped in passion they think they are doing purpose you need to find out from from god God, I'm multi-dimensional, I'm multi-talented. But where do you want me to be the loudest? When my name is mentioned, what is the first thing that you want to come to people's mind? That is your purpose. So you must, as a human being that, ha that has control over, over himself and his emotion, must be able to balance it, must be able to sit down with your God to find that where you're supposed to be loudest. And that is where most of your attention must go to. And that is your purpose that it is the most convenient thing for you to do that is where you are most comfortable does not mean that it's exactly where you are commanded to be and don't forget that it is as commanded not as convenient i remember my my pastor in first school used to say it over and over again it's as commanded not as convenient now when 
the commandment of purpose came to Paul, it was not a very comfortable one for him. It was comfortable with his Jewish people. But right now, he's been sent to go and meet the Gentiles. Now, we must admit that the conflict between purpose and passion is real. That with this struggle, oh, this is what I love most. This is where I'm most comfortable. God, why are you making me so uncomfortable? It's not really about your comfort. It's to help you develop your character and it's to help you follow God's commandment and to help you fulfill the reason why you were born, which is your purpose. It is important that you stay with your God to find your purpose. Is the manufacturer is the one who knows your best use. And after you find it, then he will be able to use your passion, this strong emotion, this strong attachment, this strong determination. So you'll be able to use it to achieve your purpose. Then you will know major and you will know where you're supposed to be minor. Now, Pastor Paul, with all the anointing, we will see from the scriptures we're going to read. Please check the other podcast to get the full message on this. This is better taught than preached i tell you it's not something somebody can just gloss over you will see how paul will enter into into cities and get into a particular place and he's still falsely drawn to his jewish people even though now he knows that he's supposed to be you know spending most of his time with the gentiles all right let's because that's where many of us are let's quickly go into the world i'm going to start from where i actually ended the last podcast act 17 1 to 2. now after paul and silas had passed through ampipolis and apolia they came to salonica where there was a synagogue of the jews too and paul entered as he usually did and for three sabbaths he reasoned and argued with them from the scriptures verse 5 but the unbelieving jews were aroused by jealousy and getting hold of some wicked men and loungers in the marketplace, they gathered together a mob, set the town in an opera, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring Paul and Silas out to the people. Verse 13. But when the Jews of Thessalonica learned that the word of God was also preached by Paul at Berea, they came there too, disturbing and inciting the masses. Paul against his Jewish people always causing trouble for him and he was also always drawn to them verse 16 to 17. now while paul was awaiting them at athens his spirit was grieved and, uh, and roused to anger as he saw that the city was full of idols so he aroused and argued in the snuggle with the jews and those who worshipped there and the marketplace where assemblies are heard day after day with any who chance to be there he was chased out of that place by the jews they caused trouble for him. He went into Athens while he was waiting for, for his uh, companions to come and meet him. He went again. He just, he was restless. That's why, listen, if what you're doing and you think is, is the best, is only what you think you are uh, best drawn to eat. I can't sleep without it. I can't eat without it. It's good. Please, it's good. Attend to it, but be very, very sure that's exactly what God wanted you to do. If Paul had not encountered Christ, Paul would have been saying it boldly that his divine purpose on earth is to help the Jewish people. Or to, to protect, is to protect his, his um, Jewish uh, heritage. Even after Jesus had met him, if he had not discovered purpose, because being a Christian does not mean automatically discover a purpose. Thank God that Jesus was straightforward with Paul. Maybe because of the kind of person Paul was, he had to tell him straight up, this is what 
I've called you to do. Some of us have to pray, Lord, what is my purpose? So if you have not discovered it and you're not like Paul, that Jesus told this to what you're supposed to do, and you're like, no, this is the best thing. This is, I'm most drawn to this. I'm most drawn to, like Apostle Paul, you could, I mean, if Jesus didn't do that to him, at the first account, Paul would have been saying, oh, Jesus has sent me to the Jewish people since I'm a Jew so I can convert them. No way. You cannot run on assumption with God. You've got to find out. I'll go straight to chapter 18. I need to read all the scriptures, then we can go into the discussion because I wouldn't want to miss any of the scriptures. Chapter 18 of Acts, verse 5 to 7. By the time Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was completely engrossed with teaching, earnestly arguing and testifying to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. Can you imagine? Earnestly. He was completely engrossed with the Jewish people again. Since, but since they kept opposing and abusing and reviling him, he shook out his clothing against them and said to them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Can you imagine? This is not the first time I was going to say that. You will still see him as we continue. You will still go back to them. Now he say they won't listen. You were not supposed to talk to them. If you're going to talk to to, to your Jewish people at all. It should be at your spare time. Not that you get into a city and the first thing you do is just go and talk to these people. They were not going to, God who said don't go to them, they were not going to be listening. They were not going to be listening to you. That's why I said don't go there. Verse 12. So now he said I will go to my primary assignment. But you will see that it just didn't end like that. We must admit that this conflict between passion and purpose is real. And you must you know, take a grip of yourself so that you can concentrate on your purpose after you've discovered it. If you don't know your purpose, go to God. But when Galio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews unitedly made an attack upon Paul and brought him before the judge's seat, verse 19. Then, then they arrived in Ephesus and Paul left the others there. But he himself entered the synagogue and discussed and argued with the Jews. This was a man few verses um, before he was saying, no, no, I'm done with people. I'm going to the Gentiles. <laughs> so interesting. Now he's back to them. This thing is real. You know how much you're struggling with it. This is where I'm most comfortable. This is the thing that comes most, you know, natural to me i just want to be there and god is saying i want to shift to your little i want to to be a little bit uncomfortable i want to take you through a route that you've not been before you're hugging so it is important that you discover that purpose must be your most important point of call in life if you have any you pay attention to it i'm doing act 20 Verse 3 of verse 21. Having spent three months there, when a plot was formed against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he resolved to go back through Macedonia. I mean, he suffered the most in the hands of his Jewish brothers. He suffered so much, and yet he won't let them go. But constantly and earnestly, I brought testimony both to the Jews and Greeks, urging them to turn in repentance to God and to our faith. In our Lord Jesus Christ. 21, Act 21, 11 to 14. And coming to see us, it took Paul's belt and with it bound his own feet and hands and said, Tosses the Holy Spirit, the Jew at Jerusalem shall bind like this the man who owns this belt and they shall deliver him to the hands of the Gentiles. I think this is cool. 
I mean, he was sent to the Gentiles. So if the Jews will send him to the Gentiles, great, fantastic. This is beautiful. When we have this, both we and the resident of that place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul replied, what do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart like this? For I hold myself in readiness, not only to be arrested and bound and imprisoned at Jerusalem, but also to die for the name of the Lord Jesus. And when he would not yield to our persuading, we stopped holding and employing him, saying the Lord's will be done. Even if they have not told him that they will hand him over to the Gentiles. I know that Paul would have gone there himself. All right. Now, verse 21 of same Act 21. Now they have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews. Can you imagine the testimony that was given concerning him? This is a man sent to Gentiles, but this is testimony that we have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews who live among the Gentiles. <laughs> to turn back from and forsake Moses, advising them not to circumcise their children or pay any attention to the obse observance of the mosaic customs. Verse 31. Now, while they were trying to kill him, what came to the commandant of the regular Roman garrison that the whole of Jerusalem was in a state of famine? They wanted to kill him. This same Jews, chapter 24, verse. 18 chapter 24 of Acts, verse 18. While I was engaged in presenting this, they found me in the temple without any crowd or opera. But some Jews from the province of Asia were there, who ought to be here. Oh, sorry, that's another chapter. Now, chapter 28, chapter 28, the last chapter in the book of Acts, verse 17. Three days after our arrival, he called together the leading local Jews. Now, he's been now in imprisonment as they saw that pro prophecy has been confirmed. Now, the Jews are handed over to the, to the Romans. Now, he's in Rome. Three days after his arrival in Rome, he called together the leading local Jews. And when they had gathered, he said to them, Brethren, though I have done nothing against the people, against the customs of our forefathers, yet I was turned over as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. 19. But when the Jews protested, I was forced to appeal to Caesar. It was not because I had any charge to make against my nation. Okay, now, just... Apostle Paul began to, you know, preach to these people again. That's how much he loves Jewish tradition and his people, not the tradition anymore now, but he has loved his people because after he had a counter with Jesus, he had dropped the tradition. He had dropped the tradition. They now hate him with so much passion because he's also saying it's not about the tradition, it's about Christ. So he loved his people. I want to read Romans 9. Romans Chapter 9, verse 3. Paul says, speaking, For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off and banished from Christ for the sake of my brethren, and instead of them, my natural kinsmen and my fellow countrymen. Paul saying it categorically that he wished that he's cursed and banished from Christ 
just because of his Jewish people. Was it wrong for him to have loved his people? No, not at all. What we are trying to say is concentrating where you should concentrate. And thank God that Paul, he made a lot of, I mean, progress and succeeded a whole lot, you know, among the Gentiles, because those, that's where you were sent to. Sometimes you complain that we are not succeeding in life. It's because you're not in the place of your purpose. You're in the place of your passion. And things are not working because God's blessing is not on it. It sounds good to you. You feel good, but that is not where you're supposed to be. And I think that's even better because when you're very uncomfortable, you're able to check yourself. But to those who are in passion and they are prospering, it's much more difficult for them to know that there's purpose on the outside. And if you do not find purpose... I'm sorry, God does not see things the way we see, doesn't judge the way we judge. As far as God is concerned, you did what you wanted to do, not what he wanted you to do. And it is as commanded that you are blessed. All the suffering that Paul put on himself, and the ones he went out of his way to do, will not be suffering for, for the sake of Christ. And that one does not have any reward with Christ. It's, it's a result of disobedience. But the ones that he did, he, he had troubles also now in Ephesus with people, you know, who were not called Jews like that. But that was okay. That's suffering for the sake of the gospel. But when you go to where you're not supposed to go, that's not suffering. Yeah, that is suffering for disobedience and ignorance. So this teaching is to let you recognize your purpose and you stay focused on your purpose. Then every other thing, oh, my purpose is to go to agriculture. Please spend most of your time in agriculture. Now from there, you, you say, okay, I want to do this. Okay, I want to do the finishing this. I want to do that. All those other ones will be there but when your name is mentioned when your name is mentioned purpose must be what we come to be purpose must be the loudest voice of yours purpose must be what will come to the mind of anybody about you if it doesn't matter what else you do that's what this is to teach you and that will let you know that there's always these conflicts like we've seen in the the life of Apostle Paul. But thank God that Paul was able to balance his life because in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Apostle Paul says, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I've remained faithful. He was faithful to his core. But this struggle, so I just wanted to know that there is this struggle and you need to know that there is this struggle. So you must learn to put your feet down, stay faithful to your purpose. And don't allow this conflict to just tear you off and, you know, just and you don't get carried away this conflict is real you must be aware that it is real and trust the holy spirit i'm sure that's how possible we say daily i put myself on that subjection as we daily work with the holy spirit it will help us to balance our lives it will let us know that hey, hey, hey that's passion that's passion move to purpose move to purpose that in the end you'll be able to say like paul i fought the good fight i finished the race I have remained faithful, and that will be your song in the name of Jesus. To reach out to us, please, the phone number is plus 234-813-915-1333, and the email address is foministries2020 at gmail.com. This teaching continues, but this is the end of conflicts of purpose versus passion. Thank you, and God bless you. Amen. Amen. Hello everyone, my name is Falasha De Osho. I am the founder of Falasha De Osho Global Ministries and this is our weekly podcast. Thank you for having quite time to listen to these and I believe that the Holy Ghost will make this time 
meaningful for you in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit will speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. And the word of God will have a good grip on your life. It's not going to leave you until it has achieved its purpose in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I've been doing this amazing series. If you're just hearing this for the first time, please, I wanted to check up my, my other podcast and listen to this especially this series that is about purpose and passion this is part five purpose versus passion part five and this is going to be the concluding part to the subtitle conflict of purpose and passion what is your purpose the purpose is the main reason why you were born passion is your strong feeling this favor this determination you have towards something this determination, this emotional feeling, this strong feeling, your strong emotions you have towards something, it's supposed to be a tool that you use to achieve your purpose. Your purpose is the main reason why you were given birth to. But we do run into trouble many times because we are multi-dimensional. And it is an aspect of God that is on the inside of every man. Many of us can multitask. Many of us are multi-talented. And so because we find ourselves in that multi-dimensionality, we are unable to figure out where we are supposed to be the loudest. We are unable to figure out what we are supposed to be doing the most. We mostly settle for what best suits us. We mostly settle for what sounds good to us or what suits our environment or the one that comes easiest to us and it's it's possible that we miss god that way because it may not necessarily be what god wants you to major on no it may not be and we've been using the life of apostle paul as a great example a man whose first love was his, his jewish people the jewish tradition the jewish religion and it was his passion for his people that made him go against the purpose of God for humanity, which was sending Jesus Christ to die for the sins of the world because he was passionate about Judaism, because he was passionate about Jewish people. He went against God until in act night when Jesus had an encounter with him and his life became transformed. And by the time God was going to be revealing to him what he was going to be doing, he was a little bit different from where it was most comfortable and so because you are doing what is most comfortable to you does not necessarily mean that is your purpose if you're able to listen to the series you're able to listen and just take the the practical instructions that this teaching will give to you you are going to be transformed forever many people are trapped in passion they think they are doing purpose you need to find out from from god God, I'm multi-dimensional, I'm multi-talented. But where do you want me to be the loudest? When my name is mentioned, what is the first thing that you want to come to people's mind? That is your purpose. So you must, as a human being that, ha that has control over, over himself and his emotion, must be able to balance it, must be able to sit down with your God to find that where you are supposed to be loudest. And that is where most of your attention must go to. And that is your purpose that it is the most convenient thing for you to do that is where you are most comfortable does not mean that it's exactly where you are commanded to be and don't forget that it is as commanded not as convenient i remember my my pastor in first school used to say it over and over again it's as commanded not as convenient now when the commandment of purpose came to paul 
it was not a very comfortable one for him. It was comfortable with his Jewish people. But right now, he's been sent to go and meet the Gentiles. Now, we must admit that the conflict between purpose and passion is real. That with this struggle, oh, this is what I love most. This is where I'm most comfortable. God, why are you making me so uncomfortable? It's not really about your comfort. It's to help you develop your character and it's to help you follow God's commandment and to help you fulfill the reason why you were born, which is your purpose. It is important that you stay with your God to find your purpose. Is The manufacturer is the one who knows your best use. And after you find it, then he will be able to use your passion, this strong emotion, this strong attachment, this strong determination, so you'll be able to use it to achieve your purpose. Then you will know major and you will know where you're supposed to be minor. Now, Pastor Paul, with all the anointing, we will see from the scriptures we're going to read. Please check the other podcast to get the full message on this. This is better talks than preached. I tell you, it's not something somebody can just gloss over. You will see how Paul will enter into, into cities and get into a particular place. And he's still falsely drawn to his Jewish people, even though now he knows that he's supposed to be, you know, spending most of his time with the Gentiles. All right. Let's, because that's where many of us are. Let's quickly go into the world. I'm going to start from where I actually ended the last podcast, Acts 17, 1 to 2. Now, after Paul and Silas had passed through Amphipolis, Paulies and Apollia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews, too. And Paul entered as he usually did, and for three Sabbaths he reasoned and argued with them from the scriptures. Verse 5 But the unbelieving Jews were aroused by jealousy and getting hold of some wicked men and loungers in the marketplace. They gathered together a mob, set the town in an opera, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring Paul and Silas out to the people verse 13 but when the jews of thessalonica learned that the word of god was also preached by paul at Berea, they came there too disturbing and inciting the masses paul against his jewish people are always causing trouble for him and he was also always drawn to them verse 16 to 17 now while paul was awaiting them at athens his spirit was grieved and, and roused anger as he saw that the city was full of idols. So he aroused and argued in the snuggle with the Jews and those who worshipped there and the marketplace where assemblies are heard day after day with any who chanced to be there. He was chased out of that place by the Jews. They caused trouble for him. He went into Athens while he was waiting for, for his uh, companions to come and meet him. He went again. He just, he was restless. That's why, listen, if what you're doing and you think is, is the best, is only what you think you are, are best drawn to eat. I can't sleep without it. I can't eat without it. It's good. Please, it's good. Attend to it. But be very, very sure that's exactly what God wanted you to do. If Paul had not encountered Christ, Paul would have been saying it boldly that his divine purpose on earth is to help the Jewish people. Or to, to protect is to protect his, his um Jewish uh how do I call it, heritage. Even after just admit him, if he had not discovered purpose, because being a Christian does not mean automatically discover a purpose. Thank God that Jesus was straightforward with Paul, maybe because of the kind of person Paul was, he had to tell him straight up, This is what 
I've called you to do. Some of us have to pray, Lord, what is my purpose? So if you have not discovered it and you are not like Paul, that Jesus told you to what you're supposed to do, and you're like, no, this is the best thing. This is, I'm most drawn to this. I'm most drawn to, like Apostle Paul, you could, I mean, if Jesus didn't do that to him, at the first encounter, Paul would have been saying, oh, Jesus has sent me to the Jewish people since I'm a Jew so I can convert them. No way. You cannot run on assumption with God. You've got to find out. I'll go straight to chapter 18. I need to read all the scriptures, then we can go into the discussion because I wouldn't want to miss any of the scriptures. Chapter 18 of Acts, verse 5 to 7. By the time Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was completely engrossed with teaching, earnestly arguing and testifying to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. Can you imagine? Earnestly. He was completely engrossed with the Jewish people again. Since, but since they kept opposing, abusing, and reviling him, he shook out his clothing against them and said to them, Your blood be upon your own earth. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Can you imagine? This is not the first time I was going to say that. You will still see him as we continue. You will still go back to them. Now he's saying they won't listen. You were not supposed to talk to them. If you're going to talk to to, to your Jewish people at all. It should be at your spirit time. Not that you get into a city and the first thing you do is just go and talk to these people. They were not going to, God who said don't go to them, they were not going to be listening. They were not going to be listening to you. That's why I said don't go there. Verse 12. So now he said I will go to my primary assignment. But you will see that it just didn't end like that. We must admit that this conflict between passion and purpose is real. And you must you know, take a grip of yourself so that you can concentrate on your purpose after you've discovered it. If you don't know your purpose, go to God. But when Galileo was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews unitedly made an attack upon Paul and brought him before the judge's seat, verse 19. Then, then they arrived in Ephesus and Paul left the others there. But he himself entered the synagogue and discussed and argued with the Jews. This was a man few verses um, before he was saying, no, no, I'm done with people. I'm going to the Gentiles. <laughs> so interesting. Now he's back to them. This thing is real. You know how much you're struggling with it. This is where I'm most comfortable. This is the thing that comes most, you know, natural to me i just want to be there and god is saying i want to shift your little i want you to be a little bit uncomfortable i want to take you through a route that you've not been before you're hugging so it is important that you discover that purpose must be your most important point of call in life if you have any you pay attention to it i'm doing act 20 Verse 3 of verse 21. Having spent three months there, when a plot was formed against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he resolved to go back through Macedonia. I mean, he suffered the most in the hands of his Jewish brothers. He suffered so much, and yet he won't let them go. But constantly and earnestly, I bought testimony both to the Jews and Greeks, urging them to turn in repentance to God and to our faith. In our Lord Jesus Christ. 21, Act 21, 11 to 14. And coming to see us, it took Paul's belt and with it bound his own feet and hands and said, Tosses the Holy Spirit, the Jew at Jerusalem shall bind like this the man who owns this belt and they shall deliver him to the hands of the Gentiles. I think this is cool. 
I mean, he was sent to the Gentiles. So if the Jews will send him to the Gentiles, great, fantastic. This is beautiful. When we have this, both we and the resident of that place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul replied, what do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart like this? For I hold myself in readiness, not only to be arrested and bound and imprisoned at Jerusalem, but also to die for the name of the Lord Jesus. And when he would not yield to our persuading, we stopped holding and employing him, saying the Lord's will be done. Even if they have not told him that they will hand him over to the Gentiles. I know that Paul would have gone there himself. All right. Now, verse 21 of same Acts 21. Now they have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews. Can you imagine the testimony that was given concerning him? This is a man sent to Gentiles, but this is testimony that we have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews who live among the Gentiles. <laughs> so turn back from and forsake Moses, advising them not to circumcise their children or pay any attention to the observance of the mosaic customs. Verse 31. Now while they were trying to kill him, what came to the commandant of the regular Roman garrison that the whole of Jerusalem was in a state of famine. They wanted to kill him. This same Jews, chapter 24, verse 18, chapter 24 of Acts, verse 18. While I was engaged in presenting this, they found me in the temple without any crowd or opera, but some Jews from the province of Asia were there. Who ought to be here? Oh, sorry, that's another chapter. Now, chapter 28, chapter 28, the last chapter in the book of Acts, verse 17. Three days after our arrival, he called together the leading local Jews. Now, he's been now in imprisonment as they saw that pro prophecy has been confirmed. Now, the Jews are handed over to the, to the Romans. Now, he's in Rome. Three days after his arrival in Rome, he called together the leading local Jews. And when they had gathered, he said to them, Brethren, though I have done nothing against the people, against the customs of our forefather, yet I was turned over as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. 19. But when the Jews protested, I was forced to appeal to Caesar. It was not because I had any charge to make against my nation. Okay, now, just. Apostle Paul began to, you know, preach to these people again. That's how much he loves Jewish tradition and his people. Not the tradition anymore now, but he has loved his people. Because after he had the encounter with Jesus, he had dropped the tradition. He had dropped the tradition. They now hate him with so much passion because he's also saying it's not about the tradition, it's about Christ. So he loved his people. I want to read Romans 9. Romans Chapter 9, verse 3. Paul says, speaking, For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off and banished from Christ for the sake of my brethren, and instead of them, my natural kinsmen and my fellow countrymen. Paul saying it categorically that he wished that he's cursed and banished from Christ 
just because of his Jewish people. Was it wrong for him to have loved his people? No, not at all. What we are trying to say is concentrating where you should concentrate. And thank God that Paul, he made a lot of, I mean, progress and succeeded a whole lot, you know, among the Gentiles. Because those, that's where he was sent to. Sometimes you complain that we are not succeeding in life. It's because you're not in the place of your purpose. You're in the place of your passion. And things are not working because God's blessing is not on it. It sounds good to you, you feel good, but that is not where you're supposed to be. And I think that's even better because when you're very uncomfortable, you're able to check yourself. But to those who are in passion and they are prospering, it's much more difficult for them to know that there's purpose on the outside. And if you do not find purpose, I'm sorry, God does not see things the way we see, doesn't judge the way we judge. As far as God is concerned, you did what you wanted to do, not what he wanted you to do. And it is as commanded that you are blessed. All the suffering that Paul put on himself, and the ones he went out of his way to do will not be suffering for, for the sake of Christ. And that one does not have any reward with Christ. It's, it's a result of disobedience. But the ones that he did, he, he had troubles also now in Ephesus with people, you know, who were not called Jews like that. But that was okay. That's suffering for the sake of the gospel. But when you go to where you're not supposed to go, that's not suffering. Yeah, that is suffering for disobedience and ignorance. So this teaching is to let you recognize your purpose and you stay focused on your purpose. Then every other thing, oh, my purpose is to go to agriculture. Please spend most of your time in agriculture. Now from there, you will say, okay, I want to do this. Okay, I want to do the finishing this. I want to do that. All those other ones will be there. But when your name is mentioned, when your name is mentioned, purpose must be what we come to bear. Purpose must be the loudest voice of yours. Purpose must be what we come to the mind of anybody about you. If it doesn't matter what else you do, that's what this is to teach you. And that will let you know that there is always this conflict, like we've seen in the in the life of Apostle Paul. But thank God that Paul was able to balance his life. Because in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Apostle Paul says, I fought the good fight. I finished the race have remained faithful he was faithful to his core but this struggle so i just wanted to know that there is this struggle and you need to know that there is this struggle so you must learn to put your feet down stay faithful to your purpose don't allow this conflict to just tear you off and you know just and you don't get carried away this conflict is real you must be aware that it is real and trust the Holy Spirit. I'm sure that's our possible. We say daily, I put myself on that subjection. As we daily walk with the Holy Spirit, He will help us to balance our lives. He will let us know that, hey, 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 that's passion, that's passion. Move to purpose, move to purpose. That in the end, you'll be able to say, like Paul, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I have remained faithful. And that will be your song in the name of Jesus. To reach out to us, please, the phone number is plus two, three, four. 813-915-1333 and the email address is foministries2020 at gmail.com this teaching continues but this is the end of conflicts of purpose versus passion thank you and god bless you amen amen hello everyone my name is falasha deosho i am the founder of falasha deosho global ministries and this is our weekly podcast thank you for having quoting time to listen to these and i believe that the holy ghost will make this time 
meaningful for you in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit will speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. And the word of God will have a good grip on your life. It's not going to leave you until it has achieved its purpose in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I've been doing this amazing series. If you're just hearing this for the first time, please, I wanted to check up my, my other podcast and listen to this especially this series that is about purpose and passion this is part five purpose versus passion part five and this is going to be the concluding part to the subtitle conflict of purpose and passion what is your purpose the purpose is the main reason why you were born passion is your strong feeling this favor this determination you have towards something this determination, this emotional feeling, this strong feeling, your strong emotions you have towards something, it's supposed to be a tool that you use to achieve your purpose. Your purpose is the main reason why you were given better. But we do run into trouble many times because we are multi-dimensional. And it is an aspect of God that is on the inside of every man. Many of us can multitask. Many of us are multi-talented. And so because we find ourselves in that multi-dimensionality, we are unable to figure out where we are supposed to be the loudest. We are unable to figure out what we are supposed to be doing the most. We mostly settle for what best suits us. We mostly settle for what sounds good to us or what suits our environment or the one that comes easiest to us and it's, it's possible that we miss God that way because it may not necessarily be what God wants you to major on. No, it may not be. And we've been using the life of Apostle Paul as a great example. A man whose first love was his, his Jewish people, the Jewish tradition, the Jewish religion. And it was his passion for his people that made him go against the purpose of god for humanity which was sending jesus christ to die for the sins of the world because he was passionate about judaism because he was passionate about jewish people he went against god until in act now when jesus had an encounter with him and his life became transformed and by the time god was going to be revealing to him what he was going to be doing he was a little bit different from where it was most comfortable and so because you are doing what is most comfortable to you does not necessarily mean that is your purpose if you're able to listen to the series you're able to listen and just take the the practical instructions that this teaching will give to you you are going to be transformed forever many people are trapped in passion they think they are doing purpose you need to find out from from god God, I'm multi-dimensional, multi-talented. But where do you want me to be the loudest? When my name is mentioned, what is the first thing that you want to come to people's mind? That is your purpose. So you must, as a human being that, ha that has control over, over himself and his emotion, must be able to balance it, must be able to sit down with your God to find that where you're supposed to be loudest. And that is where most of your attention must go to. And that is your purpose that it is the most convenient thing for you to do that is where you are most comfortable does not mean that it's exactly where you are commanded to be and don't forget that it is as commanded not as convenient i remember my my pastor in first school used to say it over and over again it's as commanded not as convenient now when the commandment of purpose came to paul 
it was not a very comfortable one for him. It was comfortable with his Jewish people. But right now, he's been sent to go and meet the Gentiles. Now, we must admit that the conflict between purpose and passion is real. That with this struggle, oh, this is what I love most. This is where I'm most comfortable. God, why are you making me so uncomfortable? It's not really about your comfort. It's to help you develop your character and it's to help you follow God's commandment and to help you fulfill the reason why you were born, which is your purpose. It is important that you stay with your God to find your purpose. Is the manufacturer is the one who knows your best use. And after you find it, then he will be able to use your passion, this strong emotion, this strong attachment, this strong determination. So you'll be able to use it to achieve your purpose. Then you will know major and you will know where you're supposed to be minor. Now, Pastor Paul, with all the anointing, we will see from the scriptures we're going to read. Please check the other podcast to get the full message on this. This is better taught than preached i tell you it's not something somebody can just gloss over you will see how paul will enter into into cities and get into a particular place and he's still falsely drawn to his jewish people even though now he knows that he's supposed to be you know spending most of his time with the gentiles all right let's because that's where many of us are let's quickly go into the world i'm going to start from where i actually ended the last podcast act 17 1 to 2. now after paul and silas had passed through ampipolis and apolia they came to salonica where there was a synagogue of the jews too and paul entered as he usually did and for three sabbaths he reasoned and argued with them from the scriptures verse 5 but the unbelieving jews were aroused by jealousy and getting hold of some wicked men and loungers in the marketplace, they gathered together a mob, set the town in an opera, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring Paul and Silas out to the people. Verse 13. But when the Jews of Thessalonica learned that the word of God was also preached by Paul at Berea, they came there too, disturbing and inciting the masses. Paul against his Jewish people always causing trouble for him and he was also always drawn to them verse 16 to 17. now while paul was awaiting them at athens his spirit was grieved and, uh, and roused to anger as he saw that the city was full of idols so he aroused and argued in the snuggle with the jews and those who worshipped there and the marketplace where assemblies are heard day after day with any who chance to be there he was chased out of that place by the jews they caused trouble for him. He went into Athens while he was waiting for for his uh, companions to come and meet him. He went again. He just he was restless. That's why listen. If what you're doing and you think is is the best is only what you think you are best drawn to eat. I can't sleep without it. I can't eat without it. It's good. Please, it's good. Attend to it, but be very, very sure that's exactly what God wanted you to do. If Paul had not encountered Christ, Paul would have been saying it boldly that his divine purpose on earth is to help the Jewish people. Or to, to protect, is to protect his, his um, Jewish patriarchal uh, heritage. Even after Jesus had met him, if he had not discovered purpose, because being a Christian does not mean automatically discover a purpose. Thank God that Jesus was straightforward with Paul. Maybe because of the kind of person Paul was, he had to tell him straight up, this is what 
I've called you to do. Some of us have to pray, Lord, what is my purpose? So if you have not discovered it and you're not like Paul, that Jesus told this to what you're supposed to do, and you're like, no, this is the best thing. This is, I'm most drawn to this. I'm most drawn to, like Apostle Paul, you could, I mean, if Jesus didn't do that to him, at the first account, Paul would have been saying, oh, Jesus has sent me to the Jewish people since I'm a Jew so I can convert them. No way. You cannot run on assumption with God. You've got to find out. I'll go straight to chapter 18. I need to read all the scriptures, then we can go into the discussion because I wouldn't want to miss any of the scriptures. Chapter 18 of Acts, verse 5 to 7. By the time Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was completely engrossed with teaching, earnestly arguing and testifying to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. Can you imagine? Earnestly. He was completely engrossed with the Jewish people again. Since, but since they kept opposing and abusing and reviling him, he shook out his clothing against them and said to them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Can you imagine? This is not the first time I was going to say that. You will still see him as we continue. You will still go back to them. Now he say they won't listen. You were not supposed to talk to them. If you're going to talk to to, to your Jewish people at all. It should be at your spare time. Not that you get into a city and the first thing you do is just go and talk to these people. They were not going to, God who said don't go to them, neither were not going to be listening. They were not going to be listening to you. That's why I said don't go there. Verse 12. So now he said I will go to my primary assignment. But you will see that it just didn't end like that. We must admit that this conflict between passion and purpose is real. And you must you know, take a grip of yourself so that you can concentrate on your purpose after you've discovered it. If you don't know your purpose, go to God. But when Galio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews unitedly made an attack upon Paul and brought him before the judge's seat, verse 19. Then, then they arrived in Ephesus and Paul left the others there. But he himself entered the synagogue and discussed and argued with the Jews. This was a man few verses um, before he was saying, no, no, I'm done with people. I'm going to the Gentiles. <laughs> so interesting. Now he's back to them. This thing is real. You know how much you're struggling with it. This is where I'm most comfortable. This is the thing that comes most, you know, natural to me i just want to be there and god is saying i want to shift you a little i want you to be a little bit uncomfortable i want to take you through a route that you've not been before you're hugging so it is important that you discover that purpose must be your most important point of call in life if you have any you pay attention to it i'm doing act 20 Verse 3 and verse 21. Having spent three months there, when a plot was formed against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he resolved to go back through Macedonia. I mean, he suffered the most in the hands of his Jewish brothers. He suffered so much, and yet he won't let them go. But constantly and earnestly, I brought testimony both to the Jews and Greeks, urging them to turn in repentance to God and to our faith. In our Lord Jesus Christ. 21, Act 21, 11 to 14. And coming to see us, it took Paul's belt and with it bound his own feet and hands and said, Tosses the Holy Spirit, the Jew at Jerusalem shall bind like this the man who owns this belt and they shall deliver him to the hands of the Gentiles. I think this is cool. 
I mean, he was sent to the Gentiles. So if the Jews will send him to the Gentiles, great, fantastic. This is beautiful. When we have this, both we and the resident of that place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul replied, what do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart like this? For I hold myself in readiness, not only to be arrested and bound and imprisoned at Jerusalem, but also to die for the name of the Lord Jesus. And when he would not yield to our persuading, we stopped holding and employing him, saying the Lord's will be done. Even if they have not told him that they will hand him over to the Gentiles. I know that Paul would have gone there himself. All right. Now, verse 21 of same Act 21. Now they have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews. Can you imagine the testimony that was given concerning him? This is a man sent to Gentiles, but this is testimony that we have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews who live among the Gentiles. <laughs> to turn back from and forsake Moses, advising them not to circumcise their children or pay any attention to the obse observance of the Mosaic customs. Verse 31. Now, while they were trying to kill him, what came to the commandant of the regular Roman garrison that the whole of Jerusalem was in a state of famine? They wanted to kill him. This same Jews, chapter 24, verse. 18 chapter 24 of act verse 18 while i was engaged in presenting this they found me in the temple without any crowd or opera but some jews from the province of asia were there who ought to be here oh sorry that's another chapter now, chapter 28, chapter 28, the last chapter in the book of Acts, verse 17. Three days after our arrival, he called together the leading local Jews. Now, he's been now in imprisonment as they saw that pro prophecy has been confirmed. Now, the Jews are handed over to the, to the Romans. Now, he's in Rome. Three days after his arrival in Rome, he called together the leading local Jews. And when they had gathered, he said to them, Brethren, though I have done nothing against the people, against the customs of our forefather, yet I was turned over as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. 19. But when the Jews protested, I was forced to appeal to Caesar. It was not because I had any charge to make against my nation. Okay, now, just... Apostle Paul began to, you know, preach to these people again. That's how much he loves Jewish tradition and his people. Not the tradition anymore now, but he has loved his people. Because after he had a counter with Jesus, he had dropped the tradition. He had dropped the tradition. They now hate him with so much passion because he's also saying it's not about the tradition, it's about Christ. So he loved his people. I want to read Romans 9. Romans Chapter 9, verse 3. Paul says, speaking, For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off and banished from Christ for the sake of my brethren, and instead of them, my natural kinsmen and my fellow countrymen. Paul saying it categorically that he wished that he's cursed and banished from Christ 
just because of his Jewish people. Was it wrong for him to have loved his people? No, not at all. What we are trying to say is concentrating where you should concentrate. And thank God that Paul, he made a lot of, I mean, progress and succeeded a whole lot, you know, among the Gentiles, because that's where you were sent to. Sometimes you complain that we are not succeeding in life. It's because you're not in the place of your purpose. You're in the place of your passion. And things are not working because God's blessing is not on it. It sounds good to you. You feel good, but that is not where you're supposed to be. And I think that's even better because when you're very uncomfortable, you're able to check yourself. But to those who are in passion and they are prospering, it's much more difficult for them to know that there's purpose on the outside. And if you do not find purpose... I'm sorry, God does not see things the way we see, doesn't judge the way we judge. As far as God is concerned, you did what you wanted to do, not what he wanted you to do. And it is as commanded that you are blessed. All the suffering that Paul put on himself, and the ones he went out of his way to do, will not be suffering for, for the sake of Christ. And that one does not have any reward with Christ. It's, it's a result of disobedience. But the ones that he did, he, he had troubles also now in Ephesus with people, you know, who were not called Jews like that. But that was okay. That's suffering for the sake of the gospel. But when you go to where you're not supposed to go, that's not suffering. Yeah, that is suffering for disobedience and ignorance. So this teaching is to let you recognize your purpose and you stay focused on your purpose. Then every other thing, oh, my purpose is to go to agriculture. Please spend most of your time in agriculture. Now from there, you, you say, okay, I want to do this. Okay, I want to do the finishing this. I want to do that. All those other ones will be there but when your name is mentioned when your name is mentioned purpose must be what we come to be purpose must be the loudest voice of yours purpose must be what will come to the mind of anybody about you if it doesn't matter what else you do that's what this is to teach you and that will let you know that there's always these conflicts like we've seen in the the life of Apostle Paul. But thank God that Paul was able to balance his life because in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Apostle Paul says, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I've remained faithful. He was faithful to his core. But this struggle, so I just wanted to know that there is this struggle and you need to know that there is this struggle. So you must learn to put your feet down, stay faithful to your purpose. And don't allow this conflict to just tear you off and, you know, just and you don't get carried away this conflict is real you must be aware that it is real and trust the holy spirit i'm sure that's how possible we say daily i put myself on that subjection as we daily work with the holy spirit it will help us to balance our lives it will let us know that hey, hey, hey that's passion that's passion move to purpose move to purpose that in the end you'll be able to say like paul i fought the good fight i finished the race I have remained faithful, and that will be your song in the name of Jesus. To reach out to us, please, the phone number is plus 234-813-915-1333, and the email address is foministries2020 at gmail.com. This teaching continues, but this is the end of conflicts of purpose versus passion. Thank you, and God bless you. Amen. Amen. Hello everyone, my name is Falasha De Osho. I am the founder of Falasha De Osho Global Ministries and this is our weekly podcast. Thank you for having quite time to listen to these and I believe that the Holy Ghost will make this time 
meaning forth for you in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit will speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. And the word of God will have a good grip on your life. It's not going to leave you until it has achieved its purpose in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I've been doing this amazing series. If you're just hearing this for the first time, please, I wanted to check up my, my other podcast and listen to this especially this series that is about purpose and passion this is part five purpose versus passion part five and this is going to be the concluding part to the subtitle conflict of purpose and passion what is your purpose the purpose is the main reason why you were born passion is your strong feeling this favor this determination you have towards something this determination, this emotional feeling, this strong feeling, your strong emotions you have towards something, it's supposed to be a tool that you use to achieve your purpose. Your purpose is the main reason why you were given better. But we do run into trouble many times because we are multi-dimensional. And it is an aspect of God that is on the inside of every man. Many of us can multitask. Many of us are multi-talented. And so because we find ourselves in that multidimensionality, we are unable to figure out where we are supposed to be the loudest. We are unable to figure out what we are supposed to be doing the most. We mostly settle for what best suits us. We mostly settle for what sounds good to us or what suits our environment or the one that comes easiest to us and it's, it's possible that we miss God that way because it may not necessarily be what God wants you to major on no it may not be and we've been using the life of Apostle Paul as a great example a man whose first love was his, his Jewish people the Jewish tradition the Jewish religion and it was his passion for his people that made him go against the purpose of God for humanity, which was sending Jesus Christ to die for the sins of the world because he was passionate about Judaism, because he was passionate about Jewish people. He went against God until in act night when Jesus had an encounter with him and his life became transformed. And by the time God was going to be revealing to him what he was going to be doing, he was a little bit different from where it was most comfortable and so because you are doing what is most comfortable to you does not necessarily mean that is your purpose if you're able to listen to the series you're able to listen and just take the the practical instructions that this teaching will give to you you are going to be transformed forever many people are trapped in passion they think they are doing purpose you need to find out from from god God, I'm multi-dimensional, I'm multi-talented. But where do you want me to be the loudest? When my name is mentioned, what is the first thing that you want to come to people's mind? That is your purpose. So you must, as a human being that, ha that has control over, over himself and his emotion, must be able to balance it, must be able to sit down with your God to find that where you're supposed to be loudest. And that is where most of your attention must go to. And that is your purpose that it is the most convenient thing for you to do that is where you are most comfortable does not mean that it's exactly where you are commanded to be and don't forget that it is as commanded not as convenient i remember my my pastor in first school used to say it over and over again it's as commanded not as convenient now when the commandment of purpose came to paul 
it was not a very comfortable one for him. It was comfortable with his Jewish people. But right now, he's been sent to go and meet the Gentiles. Now, we must admit that the conflict between purpose and passion is real. That with this struggle, oh, this is what I love most. This is where I'm most comfortable. God, why are you making me so uncomfortable? It's not really about your comfort. It's to help you develop your character and it's to help you follow God's commandment and to help you fulfill the reason why you were born, which is your purpose. It is important that you stay with your God to find your purpose. Is The manufacturer is the one who knows your best use and after you find it then you will be able to use your passion this strong emotion this strong attachment this strong determination so you'll be able to use it to achieve your purpose then you will know major and you will know where you're supposed to be minor now pastor paul with all the anointing we will see from the scriptures we're going to read please check the other podcast to get the full message on this this is better talks than preached i tell you it's not something somebody can just gloss over you will see how paul will enter into into cities and get into a particular place and he's still falsely drawn to his jewish people even though now he knows that he's supposed to be you know spending most of his time with the gentiles all right let's because that's where many of us are let's quickly go into the world i'm going to start from where i actually ended the last podcast act 17 1 to 2. now after paul and silas had passed through ampif paulis and apolia they came to salonica where there was a synagogue of the jews too and paul entered as he usually did and for three sabbaths he reasoned and argued with them from the scriptures verse 5 but the unbelieving jews were aroused by jealousy and getting hold of some wicked men and loungers in the marketplace, they gathered together a mob, set the town in an opera, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring Paul and Silas out to the people. Verse 13. But when the Jews of Thessalonica learned that the word of God was also preached by Paul at Berea, they came there too, disturbing and inciting the masses. Paul against his Jewish people always causing trouble for him and he was also always drawn to them verse 16 to 17 now while paul was awaiting them at athens his spirit was grieved and, and roused to anger as he saw that the city was full of idols so he aroused and argued in the snuggle with the jews and those who worshipped there and the marketplace where assemblies are heard day after day with any who chanced to be there he was chased out of that place by the jews they caused trouble for him. He went into Athens while he was waiting for for his uh, companions to come and meet him. He went again. He just he was restless. That's why listen, if what you're doing and you think is is the best is only what you think you are best drawn to eat. I can't sleep without it, I can't eat without it. It's good. Please, it's good. Attend to it, but be very, very sure that's exactly what God wanted you to do. If Paul had not encountered Christ, Paul would have been saying it boldly that his divine purpose on earth is to help the Jewish people. Or to, to protect, is to protect his, his um, Jewish uh, heritage. Even after Jesus had met him, if he had not discovered purpose, because being a Christian does not mean automatically discover a purpose. Thank God that Jesus was straightforward with Paul. Maybe because of the kind of person Paul was, he had to tell him straight up, this is what 
I've called it to do. Some of us have to pray, Lord, what is my purpose? So if you have not discovered it and you're not like Paul, that Jesus told you to what you're supposed to do, and you're like, no, this is the best thing. This is, I'm most drawn to this. I'm most drawn to, like Apostle Paul, you could, I mean, if Jesus didn't do that to him, at the first account, Paul would be saying, oh, Jesus has sent me to the Jewish people since I'm a Jew so I can convert them. No way. You cannot run on assumption with God. You've got to find out. I'll go straight to chapter 18. I need to read all the scriptures, then we can go into the discussion because I wouldn't want to miss any of the scriptures. Chapter 18 of Acts, verse 5 to 7. By the time Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was completely engrossed with teaching, earnestly arguing and testifying to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. Can you imagine? Earnestly. He was completely engrossed with the Jewish people again. Since, but since they kept opposing, abusing, and reviling him, he shook out his clothing against them and said to them, Your blood be upon your own earth. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Can you imagine? This is not the first time I was going to say that. You will still see him as we continue. You will still go back to them. Now he's saying they won't listen. You were not supposed to talk to them. If you're going to talk to to, to your Jewish people at all. It should be at your spirit. And not that you get into a city and the first thing you do is just go and talk to these people. They were not going to. God who said don't go to them. They were not going to be listening. They were not going to be listening to you. That's why I said don't go there. Verse 12. So now he said I will go to my primary assignment. But you will see that it just didn't end like that. We must admit that this conflict between passion and purpose is real. And you must... You know, take a grip of yourself so that you can concentrate on your purpose after you've discovered it. If you don't know your purpose, go to God. But when Galileo was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews unitedly made an attack upon Paul and brought him before the judge's seat. Verse 19. Then, then they arrived in Ephesus and Paul left the others there. But he himself entered the synagogue and discussed and argued with the Jews. This was a man few verses um, before he was saying, no, no, I'm done with people. I'm going to the Gentiles. <laughs> so interesting. Now he's back to them. This thing is real. You know how much you're struggling with it. This is where I'm most comfortable. This is the thing that comes most, you know, natural to me i just want to be there and god is saying i want to shift your little i want you to be a little bit uncomfortable i want to take you through a route that you've not been before you're hugging so it is important that you discover that purpose must be your most important point of call in life if you have any you pay attention to it i'm doing act 20 Verse 3 of verse 21. Having spent three months there, when a plot was formed against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he resolved to go back through Macedonia. I mean, he suffered the most in the hands of his Jewish brothers. He suffered so much, and yet he won't let them go. But constantly and earnestly, I brought testimony both to the Jews and Greeks, urging them to turn in repentance to God and to our faith. In our Lord Jesus Christ. 21, Act 21, 11 to 14. And coming to see us, it took Paul's belt and with it bound his own feet and hands and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, the Jew at Jerusalem shall bind like this the man who owns this belt and they shall deliver him to the hands of the Gentiles. I think this is cool. 
I mean, he was sent to the Gentiles. So if the Jews will send him to the Gentiles, great, fantastic. This is beautiful. When we have this, both we and the resident of that place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul replied, what do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart like this? For I hold myself in readiness, not only to be arrested and bound and imprisoned at Jerusalem, but also to die for the name of the Lord Jesus. And when he would not yield to our persuading, we stopped holding and employing him, saying the Lord's will be done. Even if they have not told him that they will hand him over to the Gentiles. I know that Paul would have gone there himself. All right. Now, verse 21 of same Acts 21. Now they have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews. Can you imagine the testimony that was given concerning him? This is a man sent to Gentiles, but this is testimony that... We have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews who live among the Gentiles. <laughs> so turn back from and forsake Moses, advising them not to circumcise their children or pay any attention to the observance of the Mosaic customs. Verse 31. Now while they were trying to kill him, what came to the commandant of the regular Roman garrison that the whole of Jerusalem was in a state of famine. They wanted to kill him. This same Jews, chapter 24, verse 18, chapter 24 of Acts, verse 18. While I was engaged in presenting this, they found me in the Who we'll also be here? Oh, sorry, that's another chapter. Now, chapter 28, chapter 28, the last chapter in the book of Acts, verse 17. Three days after our arrival, he called together the leading local Jews. Now he's been now in imprisonment as they saw that pro prophecy has been confirmed. Now the Jews are handed over to the to the Romans, now he's in Rome. Three days after his arrival in Rome, he called together the leading local Jews. And when they had gathered, he said to them, Brethren, though I have done nothing against the people, against the customs of our forefather, yet I was turned over as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. 19. But when the Jews protested, I was forced to appeal to Caesar. It was not because I had any charge to make against my nation. Okay, now, just Apostle Paul began to, you know, preach to these people again. That's how much he loves Jewish tradition and his people, not the tradition anymore now, but he has loved his people because after he had the contact with Jesus, he had dropped the tradition. He had dropped the tradition. They now hate him with so much passion because he's also saying, it's not about the tradition, it's about Christ. So he loved his people. I want to read Romans 9. Romans chapter 9, verse 3. Paul says, speaking, For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off and banished from Christ for the sake of my brethren, and instead of them, my natural kinsmen and my fellow countrymen. Paul saying it categorically that he wished that his cursed and punished from Christ 
just because of his Jewish people. Was it wrong for him to have loved his people? No, not at all. What we are trying to say is concentrating where you should concentrate. And thank God that Paul, he made a lot of, I mean, progress and succeeded a whole lot, you know, among the Gentiles. Because those, that's where he was sent to. Sometimes you complain that we are not succeeding in life. It's because you're not in the place of your purpose. You're in the place of your passion. And things are not working because God's blessing is not on it. It sounds good to you, you feel good, but that is not where you're supposed to be. And I think that's even better because when you're very uncomfortable, you're able to check yourself. But to those who are in passion and they are prospering, it's much more difficult for them to know that there's purpose on the outside. And if you do not find purpose, I'm sorry, God does not see things the way we see, doesn't judge the way we judge. As far as God is concerned, you did what you wanted to do, not what he wanted you to do. And it is as commanded that you are blessed. All the suffering that Paul put on himself, and the ones he went out of his way to do will not be suffering for, for the sake of Christ. And that one does not have any reward with Christ. It's, it's a result of disobedience. But the ones that he did, he, he had troubles also now in Ephesus with people, you know, who were not called Jews like that. But that was okay. That's suffering for the sake of the gospel. But when you go to where you're not supposed to go, that's not suffering. Yeah, that is suffering for disobedience and ignorance. So this teaching is to let you recognize your purpose and you stay focused on your purpose. Then every other thing, oh, my purpose is to go to agriculture. Please spend most of your time in agriculture. Now from there, you, you will say, okay, I want to do this. Okay, I want to do the finishing this. I want to do that. All those other ones will be there. But when your name is mentioned, when your name is mentioned, purpose must be what we come to bear. Purpose must be the loudest voice of yours. Purpose must be what will come to the mind of anybody about you. If it doesn't matter what else you do, that's what this is to teach you. And that will let you know that there is always this conflict, like we've seen in the in the life of Apostle Paul. But thank God that Paul was able to balance his life. Because in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Apostle Paul says, I fought the good fight. I finished the race have remained faithful he was faithful to his core but this struggle so i just wanted to know that there is this struggle and you need to know that there is this struggle so you must learn to put your feet down stay faithful to your purpose don't allow this conflict to just tear you off and you know just and you don't get carried away this conflict is real you must be aware that it is real and trust the Holy Spirit. I'm sure that's our possible. We say daily, I put myself on that subjection. As we daily walk with the Holy Spirit, He will help us to balance our lives. He will let us know that, hey, 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 that's passion, that's passion. Move to purpose, move to purpose. That in the end, you'll be able to say, like Paul, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I have remained faithful. And that will be your song in the name of Jesus. To reach out to us, please, the phone number is plus two, three, four. 813-915-1333 and the email address is foministries2020 at gmail.com this teaching continues but this is the end of conflicts of purpose versus passion thank you and god bless you amen amen hello everyone my name is falasha deosho i am the founder of falasha deosho global ministries and this is our weekly podcast thank you for having quoting time to listen to these and i believe that the holy ghost will make this time 
meaningful for you in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit will speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. And the word of God will have a good grip on your life. It's not going to leave you until it has achieved its purpose in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I've been doing this amazing series. If you're just hearing this for the first time, please, I wanted to check up my, my other podcast and listen to this especially this series that is about purpose and passion this is part five purpose versus passion part five and this is going to be the concluding part to the subtitle conflict of purpose and passion what is your purpose the purpose is the main reason why you were born passion is your strong feeling this favor this determination you have towards something this determination, this emotional feeling, this strong feeling, your strong emotions you have towards something, it's supposed to be a tool that you use to achieve your purpose. Your purpose is the main reason why you were given birth to. But we do run into trouble many times because we are multi-dimensional. And it is an aspect of God that is on the inside of every man. Many of us can multitask. Many of us are multi-talented. And so because we find ourselves in that multi-dimensionality, we are unable to figure out where we are supposed to be the loudest. We are unable to figure out what we are supposed to be doing the most. We mostly settle for what best suits us. We mostly settle for what sounds good to us or what suits our environment or the one that comes easiest to us and it's, it's possible that we miss God that way because it may not necessarily be what God wants you to major on. No, it may not be. And we've been using the life of Apostle Paul as a great example. A man whose first love was his, his Jewish people, the Jewish tradition, the Jewish religion. And it was his passion for his people that made him go against the purpose of god for humanity which was sending jesus christ to die for the sins of the world because he was passionate about judaism because he was passionate about jewish people he went against god until in act now when jesus had an encounter with him and his life became transformed and by the time god was going to be revealing to him what he was going to be doing he was a little bit different from where it was most comfortable and so because you are doing what is most comfortable to you does not necessarily mean that is your purpose if you're able to listen to the series you're able to listen and just take the the practical instructions that this teaching will give to you you are going to be transformed forever many people are trapped in passion they think they are doing purpose you need to find out from from god God, I'm multi-dimensional, multi-talented. But where do you want me to be the loudest? When my name is mentioned, what is the first thing that you want to come to people's mind? That is your purpose. So you must, as a human being that, ha that has control over, over himself and his emotion, must be able to balance it, must be able to sit down with your God to find that where you're supposed to be loudest. And that is where most of your attention must go to. And that is your purpose that it is the most convenient thing for you to do that is where you are most comfortable does not mean that it's exactly where you are commanded to be and don't forget that it is as commanded not as convenient i remember my my pastor in first school used to say it over and over again it's as commanded not as convenient now when the commandment of purpose came to paul 
it was not a very comfortable one for him. It was comfortable with his Jewish people. But right now, he's been sent to go and meet the Gentiles. Now, we must admit that the conflict between purpose and passion is real. That with this struggle, oh, this is what I love most. This is where I'm most comfortable. God, why are you making me so uncomfortable? It's not really about your comfort. It's to help you develop your character and it's to help you follow God's commandment and to help you fulfill the reason why you were born, which is your purpose. It is important that you stay with your God to find your purpose. Is the manufacturer is the one who knows your best use. And after you find it, then he will be able to use your passion, this strong emotion, this strong attachment, this strong determination. So you'll be able to use it to achieve your purpose. Then you will know major and you will know where you're supposed to be minor. Now, Pastor Paul, with all the anointing, we will see from the scriptures we're going to read. Please check the other podcast to get the full message on this. This is better talks than preached i tell you it's not something someone can just gloss over you will see how paul will enter into into cities and get into a particular place and he's still falsely drawn to his jewish people even though now he knows that he's supposed to be you know spending most of his time with the gentiles all right let's because that's where many of us are let's quickly go into the world i'm going to start from where i actually ended the last podcast act 17 1 to 2 now after paul and silas had passed through ampipolis and apolia they came to salonica where there was a synagogue of the jews too and paul entered as he usually did and for three sabbaths he reasoned and argued with them from the scriptures verse 5 but the unbelieving jews were aroused by jealousy and getting hold of some wicked men and loungers in the marketplace, they gathered together a mob, set the town in an opera, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring Paul and Silas out to the people. Verse 13. But when the Jews of Thessalonica learned that the word of God was also preached by Paul at Berea, they came there too, disturbing and inciting the masses. Paul against his Jewish people always causing trouble for him and he was also always drawn to them verse 16 to 17. now while paul was awaiting them at athens his spirit was grieved and, uh, and roused to anger as he saw that the city was full of idols so he aroused and argued in the snuggle with the jews and those who worshipped there and the marketplace where assemblies are heard day after day with any who chance to be there he was chased out of that place by the jews they caused trouble for him. He went into Athens while he was waiting for, for his uh, companions to come and meet him. He went again. He just, he was restless. That's why, listen, if what you're doing and you think is, is the best, is only what you think you are best drawn to eat. I can't sleep without it. I can't eat without it. It's good. Please, it's good. Attend to it, but be very, very sure that's exactly what God wanted you to do. If Paul had not encountered Christ, Paul would have been saying it boldly that his divine purpose on earth is to help the Jewish people. Or to, to protect, is to protect his, his um, Jewish patriarchal uh, heritage. Even after just had met him, if he had not discovered purpose, because being a Christian does not mean automatically discover a purpose. Thank God that Jesus was straightforward with Paul. Maybe because of the kind of person Paul was, he had to tell him straight up, this is what 
I've called you to do. Some of us have to pray, Lord, what is my purpose? So if you have not discovered it and you're not like Paul, that Jesus told you what you're supposed to do, and you're like, no, this is the best thing. This is, I'm most drawn to this. I'm most drawn to, like Apostle Paul, you could, I mean, if Jesus didn't do that to him, at the first account, Paul would be saying, oh, Jesus has sent me to the Jewish people since I'm a Jew so I can convert them. No way. You cannot run on assumption with God. You've got to find out. I'll go straight to chapter 18. I need to read all the scriptures, then we can go into the discussion because I wouldn't want to miss any of the scriptures. Chapter 18 of Acts, verse 5 to 7. By the time Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was completely engrossed with teaching, earnestly arguing and testifying to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. Can you imagine? Earnestly. He was completely engrossed with the Jewish people again. Since, but since they kept opposing and abusing and reviling him, he shook out his clothing against them and said to them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Can you imagine? This is not the first time I was going to say that. You will still see him as we continue. You will still go back to them. Now he say they won't listen. You were not supposed to talk to them. If you're going to talk to to, to your Jewish people at all. It should be at your spare time. Not that you get into a city and the first thing you do is just go and talk to these people. They were not going to, God who said don't go to them, they were not going to be listening. They were not going to be listening to you. That's why I said don't go there. Verse 12. So now he said I will go to my primary assignment. But you will see that it just didn't end like that. We must admit that this conflict between passion and purpose is real. And you must you know, take a grip of yourself so that you can concentrate on your purpose after you've discovered it. If you don't know your purpose, go to God. But when Galio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews unitedly made an attack upon Paul and brought him before the judge's seat, verse 19. Then, then they arrived in Ephesus and Paul left the others there. But he himself entered the synagogue and discussed and argued with the Jews. This was a man few verses um, before he was saying, no, no, I'm done with people. I'm going to the Gentiles. <laughs> so interesting. Now he's back to them. This thing is real. You know how much you're struggling with it. This is where I'm most comfortable. This is the thing that comes most, you know, natural to me i just want to be there and god is saying i want to shift you a little i want you to be a little bit uncomfortable i want to take you through a route that you've not been before you're hugging so it is important that you discover that purpose must be your most important point of call in life if you have any you pay attention to it i'm doing act 20 Verse 3 and verse 21. Having spent three months there, when a plot was formed against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he resolved to go back through Macedonia. I mean, he suffered the most in the hands of his Jewish brothers. He suffered so much, and yet he won't let them go. But constantly and earnestly, I brought testimony both to the Jews and Greeks, urging them to turn in repentance to God and to our faith. In our Lord Jesus Christ. 21, Act 21, 11 to 14. And coming to see us, it took Paul's belt and with it bound his own feet and hands and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, the Jew at Jerusalem shall bind like this the man who owns this belt and they shall deliver him to the hands of the Gentiles. I think this is cool. 
I mean, he was sent to the Gentiles. So if the Jews will send him to the Gentiles, great, fantastic. This is beautiful. When we have this, both we and the resident of that place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul replied, what do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart like this? For I hold myself in readiness, not only to be arrested and bound and imprisoned at Jerusalem, but also to die for the name of the Lord Jesus. And when he would not yield to our persuading, we stopped holding and employing him, saying the Lord's will be done. Even if they have not told him that they will hand him over to the Gentiles, I know that Paul would have gone there himself. All right. Now, verse 21 of same Act 21. Now they have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews. Can you imagine the testimony that was given concerning him? This is a man sent to Gentiles, but this is testimony that we have been informed about you that you continually teach all the Jews who live among the Gentiles. <laughs> so turn back from and forsake Moses, advising them not to circumcise their children or pay any attention to the obse observance of the Mosaic customs. Verse 31. Now while they were trying to kill him, what came to the commandant of the regular Roman garrison that the whole of Jerusalem was in a state of famine. They wanted to kill him. This same Jews, chapter 24, verse 18, chapter 24 of Acts, verse 18. While I was engaged in presenting this, they found me in the temple without any crowd or opera, but some Jews from the province of Asia were there. Who ought to be here? Oh, sorry, that's another chapter. Now, chapter 28, chapter 28, the last chapter in the book of Acts, verse 17. Three days after our arrival, he called together the leading local Jews. Now, he's been now in imprisonment as they saw that pro prophecy has been confirmed. Now, the Jews are handed over to the to the Romans now he's in Rome three days after his arrival in Rome he called together the leading local Jews and when they had gathered he said to them brethren though I have done nothing against the people against the customs of our forefather yet I was turned over as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans 19 but when the Jews protested I was forced to appeal to Caesar it was not because I had any charge to make against my nation Okay, now, just Apostle Paul began to, you know, preach to these people again. That's how much he loves Jewish tradition and his people, not the tradition anymore now, but he has loved his people because after he had a counter with Jesus, he had dropped the tradition. He had dropped the tradition. They now hate him with so much passion because he's also saying, it's not about the tradition, it's about Christ. So he loved his people. I want to read Romans 9. Romans chapter 9, verse 3. Paul says, speaking, For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off and banished from Christ for the sake of my brethren, and instead of them, my natural kinsmen and my fellow countrymen. Paul saying it categorically that he wished that his cursed and punished from Christ 
just because of his Jewish people. Was it wrong for him to have loved his people? No, not at all. What we are trying to say is concentrating where you should concentrate. And thank God that Paul, he made a lot of, I mean, progress and succeeded a whole lot, you know, among the Gentiles. Because that's where he was sent to. Sometimes you complain that we are not succeeding in life. It's because you're not in the place of your purpose. You're in the place of your passion. And things are not working because God's blessing is not on it. It sounds good to you, feels good, but that is not where you're supposed to be. And I think that's even better because when you're very uncomfortable, you're able to check yourself. But to those who are in passion and they are prospering, it's much more difficult for them to know that there's purpose on the outside. And if you do not find purpose, I'm sorry, God does not see things the way we see, doesn't judge the way we judge. As far as God is concerned, you did what you wanted to do, not what he wanted you to do. And it is as commanded that you are blessed. All the suffering that Paul put on himself, and the ones he went out of his way to do will not be suffering for, for the sake of Christ. And that one does not have any reward with Christ. It's, it's a result of disobedience. But the ones that he did, he, he had troubles also now in Ephesus with people, you know, who were not called Jews like that. But that was okay. That's suffering for the sake of the gospel. But when you go to where you're not supposed to go, that's not suffering. Yeah, that is suffering for disobedience and ignorance. So this teaching is to let you recognize your purpose and you stay focused on your purpose. Then every other thing, oh, my purpose is to go to agriculture. Please spend most of your time in agriculture. Now from there, you will say, okay, I want to do this. Okay, I want to do the finishing this. I want to do that. All those other ones will be there. But when your name is mentioned, when your name is mentioned, purpose must be what we come to bear. Purpose must be the loudest voice of yours. Purpose must be what will come to the mind of anybody about you. If it doesn't matter what else you do, that's what this is to teach you. And that will let you know that there is always this conflict, like we've seen in the, in the life of Apostle Paul. But thank God that Paul was able to balance his life. Because in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Apostle Paul says, I fought the good fight. I finished the race have remained faithful he was faithful to his core but this struggle so i just wanted to know that there is this struggle and you need to know that there is this struggle so you must learn to put your feet down stay faithful to your purpose and don't allow this conflict to just tear you off and you know just and you don't get carried away this conflict is real you must be aware that it is real I trust the Holy Spirit. I'm sure that's how Apostle Paul. We say daily, I put myself under subjection. As we daily walk with the Holy Spirit, He will help us to balance our lives. He will let us know that, hey, 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 that's passion, that's passion. Move to purpose, move to purpose. That in the end, you'll be able to say, like Paul, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I have remained faithful. And that will be your song in the name of Jesus. To reach out to us, please, the phone number is plus two, three, four. 813-915-1333 and the email address is foministries2020 at gmail.com This teaching continues but this is the end of conflicts of purpose versus passion. Thank you and God bless you. Amen. Amen.